You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. We are live. We are live. Live in the building. Oh, man. Man, man, man. I wonder what it's like to live in Canada. <laughs> Maybe uh, Great Britain. Maybe Switzerland. What's it like in Switzerland? Red Cup. I'm just curious. I've never been to Switzerland before. How's sweet? How's Jamaica? How's <laughs> just live in Jamaica? Is Jamaica okay? I'm just trying to see how these other countries are living. I don't want to go to Afghanistan or anything, but, you know, how, how is it in, in some parts of Africa? <laughs> I need to know. Because it's not, not doing too well here in America. We're not doing great in America right now. We've actually never been great in America, to be honest with you. <laughs> Things have never really been great in America, if we're being honest, Right? And don't seem to be getting any better. Actually, it seems to be getting worse. The reason that it's getting worse is because now people are being able to see what the real America looks like. Not the fake America. Not the America you see on the brochures and the vacation thing. You know what I'm saying? You starting to see the real America. This is the real America. Like, you know how in the 60s, they just had little clips of the real America. Now you're seeing real America every day. Red Cup. This is real America right now. And people are tripping, man. People are tripping. People are tripping. And we're going to get Trump again. And I don't want to hear any excuses. Right? I don't want to hear any excuses. Because you know. You know what, what's out there. There's no, there's no excuse like, oh, I didn't realize this country was so bad. I didn't realize Trump was this bad. I didn't realize the cops were this bad. I didn't realize white people were this bad. Some white people were this bad. You have no excuses. There's, there's literally no excuses. You know. Everybody knows. Everybody can see. They doing it in broad daylight. Put a brother... Kill the brother in broad daylight. Kill, kill the brother in broad daylight. The man is bleeding out of his nose and they care so less about this man, right? The man was unconscious. <laughs> unconscious. Basically dead. He was dead. Cop didn't take his knee off. Didn't care at all. You know why? Because in the back of his mind, he's thinking Trump's going to get me off. Trump's going to get me off. And you say, well, how is Trump Going to get the cop off because it's a trickle-down effect. You see what I'm saying? Because the Trump supporters infiltrate the police. They're the police, right? And the FBI and the CIA and the judges and the juries. If seven of the juries, seven of the jurors are MAGA, think they gonna, what you think they're going to do? What do you think they're going to do? It's, many, it's Minnesota. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do? He know he's going to get away with it. He know he's going to get away with it. <laughs> they, you know why? 
Because we seen people, we seen people get killed in broad daylight, on video, on tape. We've seen it for decades, and we've seen them get away with it. Seen them get away with it with Rodney King. Seen the cops get away with it. Eric Garner. We see it every single day. Every single day. They just go home, get a paid vacation. Well, the, the little white, the white lady killed the, the dude outside the car. She got away with it, got another job in a week. They, they know because it's a, that's what people don't understand. They're like, well, you can't Trump, Trump, Trump. It's the trickle-down effect. They just got somebody like them in power. You see what I'm saying? They got somebody like them in power. So it's a trickle-down effect. You Trump don't care. Trump's like, oh, that's another black guy. Done. You know, get him out of here. They don't care. Cops don't care. Cops like, no problem. It'll blow over. I don't killed seven, eight, nine black people that never got in trouble before. What, what's different now? We see hashtags. We see tweets. We see Facebooks. We see all of this stuff. Doesn't matter. They get out. They get, they, right. Yeah, exactly, Lex. It's a trickle down effect. People think it's just Trump. It's not just Trump. It's Trump. It's the Senate. It's the House of Representatives. It's the local politics. It's the local police station. It's the judges. It's the lawyers. It's the, the district attorneys. All of that. They've infiltrated all of that. And then, but here's the thing about the smart ones. See, you just think, something like you, some people just think that, man, they see the people like on, on Twitter or whatever that are hardcore MAGA. They see the media people that are hardcore MAGA people. And they say, man, those people are racist. That's not the people you should be worried about. It's the ones that you can't automatically tell. The ones that's not going to put on a, on a census or on a poll that they're going to vote for Trump, your neighbor, your, the guy that you're working with, the, the guy that you've been shooting pool with for five years. You know, the, the guys, the neighbor for the last five years, you, you barbecue with their family. You know what I'm saying? That's the one you should be worried about. That's the one when they get in that vote, they say, you know something? We really don't like these niggas. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and vote for Trump. We like when the cops actually kill people. We, we, we don't, it don't bother us. It don't bother, look, they can't go to the beach. They storm. I, I don't know what, what is a more, a more visual, visceral thing than white people can't go to the barbershop or can't go to the beach and they storm the Capitol with assault rifles and the cops just stand there and look at them and black people breathe or walk and all of a sudden, we getting shot in knees to the back. There's no clearer example of two different Americas. You know, it don't you don't understand what I'm saying. It doesn't matter the states and everything. What I'm trying to tell you is there are a particular set of people, Minnesota, New York, it don't matter, California, it don't matter. What I'm saying is, is that that is more of those particular type of people than you realize. That's how you ended up with Trump in the first place. You ended up with Trump in the first place because you said there's no way that normal, rational people would vote in someone that's a reality show guy that's really an idiot in the office. And then they did it. You're like, how did that happen? It's just say, you see what I'm saying? How did it happen? How did it happen? You know how it happened now. You're going to let it happen again. That's, that's what's disheartening to me. You know it's happening and you're not going to stop it. Like, here's the thing. Why, why 
do. I'm look. I'm, I'm not. I'm not dealing with with the craziness today. Why would you have a tape of a cop killing a man in broad daylight, and your first reaction is, "I send him home and pay him." You see what I'm saying? <laughs> send him home and pay him. Starbucks. That's your first reaction. Send him home and pay him. We'll bring him back later. Here's the thing, you know, it, 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 the stuff like the, when you walk, you know, when they want to call the, when they want to call the, the cops on black people, come on, man. That's been happening for years. That's been happening for years. The thing is that, you see, here's the thing about the dog lady, right? You see, the dog lady is like, oh my God, I'm going to tell the cops that an African-American <laughs> is harassing me. An African, and they always use that white woman voice. The white woman is a, the aggressive one. But then when they get on the phone with the cops, they always use their white woman voice. That's got a lot of brothers shot and arrested over the last hundred years. They use that white woman voice. You saw that fat white lady at the park? That fat white lady at the park, she starts, they started screaming and everything. You see what I'm saying? The, the it's a correlation. You know, somebody said, Lex, that that the reason that the lady with the dog, the reason it got more mainstream attention is because she was choking the dog out. And that's probably true. Because some white people care more about the dogs than they do about black people. You see what I'm saying? So that that's that's not that's not a surprise. No, here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that, John Hallelulu. I was thinking about that because people say that all the time. All cops are not bad. All cops are not bad. Just like all black people are not bad, et cetera, et cetera. You can't do the same thing. So all right, let's take that at, at, at face value. I don't give you that, John Hallelulu. I assume out of all the cops in the world. They're not all bad, but, but, but here's my question. If all cops are not bad and there's 30 cops at a particular crime scene, right? Okay. Just follow me here. And they see one bad cop, quote unquote, putting his knee in the back of a black man, murdering him to death in broad daylight and none of those other cops. None of the other quote-unquote 29 good cops, right? You see what I'm saying? The 29 good cops, they're just standing there, right? Letting the man kill the man, right? In broad daylight, handcuffed, no weapon, no threat to nobody, right? Right? Now, you tell me, how is that good? How is that good? If I, listen, I, I'm, I, I, you know, the whole thing about the snitching, and all of that stuff, I, I, you know, in some instances, I understand that. But if I saw my neighbor beating the shit out of his wife every single day, I mean, just punching her, kicking her, she's screaming, his kids in the house and everything. And I just was like, eh, eh, not my, not my, not my problem. Not, not my problem. Wife coming out with black eyes, beating the shit, probably going to kill her. At some point. Yeah, not my problem. How good am I? What type of person am I? You know what I'm saying? So, 
They may be good in their mind because they're not the ones that are killing. <laughs> they're not the ones that are shooting. They give people a fresh shake when it's just them. But if they sit there and stand by while they watch another cop kill a guy in broad daylight, then how good are they really, Mr. Honolulu? That's my question. That's my question. Because I hear that all a lot. It's good cops. It's such and such. It's good cops. It's good cops. It's not all good. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but you said all cops are not bad. You got to explain yourself. I, I gave you your point. Right? I gave you your point. That I'm sure that there are good cops and cops that got into it for the right reasons and want to protect and serve. But when those good cops look the other way, how good are they? You know what I'm saying? You have to explain that. You need explaining for that. Because they don't help. I, 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 I don't recall a time in the last five years, and I've covered a lot of stories, and it's my job to know the news, right? I can't remember a time in the last five years that I did a story where it was the cop that told on the other cop. You see what I'm saying? I can't recall a story where, that, where the cop was like, yeah, he shouldn't have shot him. Nine times out of ten, they helped cover it up. They shot, remember they shot old boy in the park and they were moving the, the, moving the, the, the weapons around and all of that stuff? Nine times out of ten, they covering it up. Ideally, what I would say, you not see you 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 not listening to what I'm saying, John Honolulu. You you trying to switch stuff up. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I didn't say all Chicago people were violent, but if 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 I was if I sold a gun to a gang member just because I work at a school or work at a church, that doesn't make me that doesn't absolve me of any 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 issue. <laughs> That don't make no sense. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I, let's say I'm a, I'm a preacher, but I'm selling crack in the, in the, in the bottom of the thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have racism in Hawaii. I don't think there's a place where racism doesn't exist. I, 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 I find that hard to believe. I mean, I'm sure Hawaii is very nice. They got nice tourism and all of that stuff. But racism exists everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let, let's be honest. I'm sure every one of your cops in Honolulu. I mean, I've watched Hawaii Five O before. I, I understand. I don't think. I don't think that is the case. <laughs> I don't think that is the case. <laughs> I mean, I understand. See, people. I've been trying to talk to people regularly, and they're trying to troll. But listen. Also, I don't tell you something that they don't want you to know. Rick. The media wants Trump to win. They want Trump to win. Not just the media. Social media wants Trump to win. You know what I'm saying? They, they, want, they want Trump to win. The media, social media wants Trump to, Trump to win. You know why? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you why. I tell you why. And this is not, I'm not just saying Fox News. I'm saying CNN. I'm saying MSNBC. All of the media wants Fox. Uh, wants Trump to win because he brings in ratings. That's what he is. That's what it's all about. 
They don't care about that. They, they, they don't care that you know, he's destroying the country. CNN doesn't hate Trump. Don't let that. that every time Trump says, I hate CNN, CNN is like, that's great. Our ratings have been spectacular. <laughs> every time Trump said, it's like saying something to Takashi 69, right? If, you can say Snoop Dogg hates Takashi 69, right? But as soon as he says Takashi 69, both of them in the news. <laughs> both of them in the news. You know, there's a reason that, there's a reason that Jack, on Twitter, right, hasn't banned Trump, even though he's sitting there talking about, oh boy, murdered his, his mistress or something. Like if I was out here, it's like, yeah, this guy murdered his mistress with no evidence at all. They kicked me, they kicked me right off of Twitter. But you know why? Because since Trump, this is true, this is true, these are stories. This is true facts. Since Trump became president, Twitter engagement users, the things that go viral, the, the trending topics that went up. And Twitter is a business that don't actually make a lot of money. People don't know that. It's worth a lot, but it doesn't really make a profit. But since Trump has got on, everything's gone up. Everything's gone up. Same thing with Facebook. Advertise Facebook, no, no, them bots, all that advertising that the Russians and everything, man, that's going right in the Zuckerman's pocket. They don't care. That's big business. All them ads goes up. <laughs> Facebook, they can charge political ads. They, they try to be slick about it, so they don't care. Them political ads, they go up. <laughs> they, they get that cash. They don't care if it's the Russians' money. They look the other way. <laughs> they gonna look the other way. So they, they, they want Trump to win. Like, and when I say that, I'm not saying like Don Lemon wants Trump to win. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying Anderson Cooper wants to win. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying individuals at the media companies want to win. I'm saying the executive whose job it is, whose job is on the line to have big ratings, get big advertisers, big sponsors, they, they, their jobs, right? That's who want them to win. Because they getting big checks, big bonuses, big awards. They getting big stuff off of Trump. Take Trump out of the equation, that all goes away. Look at it like this. Go back in your mind, right? Go back in your mind till five years ago, maybe six years ago. Go back to like 2015, 2014. Think to yourself, just think to yourself, how much of your timeline back then on whatever you were doing, Facebook, Social, Snapchat, whatever, whatever you were doing, Twitter, whatever. Think about how much of your timeline was political. Think about how much of your timeline, no matter who you had on your timeline, was political. You see what I'm saying? And it's not even if that you don't, because think about it. Think about how much political your timeline is now, even though you don't follow political people. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Even though you don't follow political people, your timeline has a lot of political stuff on it. Like, I don't follow political people. I follow sports. Right? I follow sports. But I can't, my homepage, there's something is always coming up. Something is always coming up. You see what I'm saying? It's always coming up. Because now 
you've been in trance with this political stuff. And that's why the media doesn't want it. Because if it gets back to like normal, and it's never normal in our country. Our country is not a normal country, right? But whatever, just where we don't have a president doing conspiracy theories about some guy killing his mistress. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, just not normal. All of a sudden, then all of a sudden, that all of that will go away. You see what I'm saying? Here's the thing about Biden. Let me tell you something about Biden. Starbucks. When you're the vice president, nobody really cares about you, first off. Like, Pence is a terrible person, okay? <laughs> Pence may be worse at his core than Donald Trump. Like, and, and, and go do some research on Mike Pence. Pence and his core values may be a more horrible person than Donald Trump. That's why when people say, hey, 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 you know, we get rid of Donald Trump and we all you do is get Pence, it's not really wouldn't get better. Pence is just better at it because Pence is a career-long politician, right? So he just is not as stupid. Yeah, Pence, Pence is, is, is a terrible, terrible, crazy person. Uh, also looks like Cotton from uh, King of the Hill. But let me tell you about Biden. So Biden, you know, vice president, nobody cares about him, right? But I find this interesting, right? All political people, all politicians say stupid stuff from time to time, right? It, it, just, it just happens, right? They, they're, they, they're, they're so... They're political. It's just the way they are, right? So Biden goes on the Breakfast Club. I'm assuming that's what we're talking about. He goes on the Breakfast Club and he says something that's probably factually true, but you can't, you know, why? You ever had the point where, you know, somebody says something is like, yeah, that's true, but you can't be the one that says it. That's what Biden did on, on the Breakfast Club, right? He went on there. You can't say that. You're a white guy. You can't say black. You can't do that. It sounds stupid. Don't do that, right? But what I found interesting, let me tell you what I found interesting. And let me tell you why is one of the reasons I think Trump is going to win. Biden said something stupid. And less than 24 hours, right? Less than 24 hours. They got a website. They got T-shirts. They got cups. They got, a, they got a commercial. They got Snapchats. They got black women in T-shirts. They got all of the MAGA Black people, like, they got, like, like, a military. It's like Cobra. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like Hydra. You know what I'm saying? So, so, they organized all of this in less than 24 hours on one comment. Now, Trump makes horrible comments every single day. <laughs> every single day. But we don't have any organization. You see what I'm saying? We're not organized, right? So, and what he, he's done is he makes so many bad comments that people have become desensitized to it. I call it the Charles Barkley effect, right? The Charles Barkley effect is this. Is, have you, is the Charles Barkley, the Rob Gronkowski, it's a lot of different names that you can call it. But basically what it is is that when you do something for so long, people just say, well, that's just Chuck. Well, that's just Gronk being Gronk. Well, that's just such and such. Well, that's just this. It, what it does is desensitize anything that you're saying. So when Trump says something crazy, all they say is, that's just Trump. That's just Trump being Trump. It's a mind manipulation. I don't think Biden is perfect. Not a big particular fan of Hillary Clinton. Really don't like politicians. 
um, at all, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a particular fan of any politician. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I liked, here's the thing, I liked uh, Clinton. And, you know, Clinton did some shady stuff as well. You know what I'm saying? Clinton did some shady stuff. I mean, he was getting, you know, he did some shady stuff against black people. So, what I'm saying is, none of the politicians are going to be good enough for you. It didn't matter who it was. They were going to pull up some stuff from whatever back in the day. If it was old girl who used to be what, DA or whatever, who was putting black people in jail, Camilla Harris, if it was what the, the girl that he calls Pocahontas or whatever, if it was, if it was Bernie Sanders, it doesn't matter who it was going to be. The, the way that the Republicans and Trump work is what they do is they play off the fact that, I don't even say Democrats, just the other side nitpicks and everything. So they have solidarity. We have terrible infrastructure. So it doesn't matter who it is. It didn't matter who it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? What they were going to do, they were going to play off the fact that we have no solidarity, no loyalty, right? If it's one thing I can give credit to their side, and it's not like credit like I'm clapping for them. It's just like, damn, the man said he could shoot somebody in Times Square and nothing happened. <laughs> nothing that happened. And you know what? They was right. They was right. That's right. He can shoot somebody in Times Square. You know why? Because Trump has asked Trump. Is, have you ever seen the 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 episode of a Seinfeld where George is trying to get fired so he can go um, so he can go work for the Mets? So he keeps doing everything. He keeps trying to you know get fired from the uh, Yankees. He, he's wearing Babe Ruth's jersey. He, he's running around with the World Series trophy. He's doing every everything that he can get fired. To get fired, and they're like, we like that. <laughs> we like your initiative. You know what I'm saying? We like, we like that you're doing all this. That's Trump. Trump has been doing everything to get fired, and for, I mean, he's been doing everything not to get elected, for not to get a listen about stuff like the crime bill. Like this is is this is that's this stuff is like irritating to me, in a sense. Okay, if you do something bad, right, whatever that may be. Okay, right? Whatever that may be, right? I get it. It's a terrible thing, right? Obviously, any type of crime bill, any type of bill that is against black people, they inf they put drugs in our community. You know, the, 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 the justice system is not against us. All that stuff is horrible. Stuff that Clinton did, the stuff that, that Hillary did, the stuff that, that Pence did. All of this stuff is terrible, right? Now, here's the difference, okay? Here's the problem that I have when people say that with the crime bill, right? And just like that. Okay. Crime bill, whatever, happened, 95, horrible thing, and such and such. It's 2020. Is he still trying to do crime bills today, <laughs> right? If he becomes the president, is he going to do a crime bill? That, that's what I want to know right now. You know, I know what he did before, right? I know what he did in 1995, right? I know what Bush did. I know what Reagan did. I know what all these people did in night, whatever, right? Right now, today, in 2020, if he gets elected, is he going to do a crime bill? Okay, I was proud of a lot of stuff I did in 1995. That doesn't mean I'd be proud of it right now, right? I was a huge, in 1995, if there was video, I'm pretty sure there'd be me on video 
being a homophobe because I was huge homophobic back then. You know what I'm saying? He didn't stand on it for 20 years because if he stood on it for 20 years, he wouldn't have been the vice president. Now, that's just a lie. So don't lie. He stood on it when he stood on it. But then, of course, he wanted to be the vice president and he let it go. You know what I'm saying? It's 1995. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying any of these guys are good. I'm not saying that they're great. I don't even think they're good at all. I don't like any of them particularly, right? But at least I know that Biden won't go on TV and say people that are murdering black people are fine people. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that. <laughs> They're fine people. They're good people. They're pulling AK-47s out of the trunk and walking up to the cops and say those are nice people. I mean, it's the bare minimum. I understand that. <laughs> right? Okay, so how far are you going to go back? You know what I'm saying? How, how far are you going to go back? <laughs> right? You know what happens? The, you know something? That's a, that's a mentality that they do with black people. Right? Watch what happens with, with this brother. Right? Watch what happened with this brother that, that just got killed. What they're going to say is, in 85, he had a speeding ticket. He was on drugs. He was an alcoholic. He was this. He was resisting arrest, even though he's unconscious with his knee in his neck. He's resisting arrest. He, I feared for my life. Back in 97, he smoked a joint. It's just the way it is. We got to think about right now. But see, you know something? I don't even want to argue the point because the point is, the, your way of thinking, the way of, your way of thinking is why we're going to have Trump. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're going to have Trump. Because in 1886, Joe Biden did some, some bill in 1886, and it was really, really bad in 1886. And so now in 2020, you're going to get Trump. Makes no sense, but if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. If that's what you want. And here's the thing. It's not just us. He's destroying the whole country. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. James, so what, what, is your, what is your suggestion there? What would you like to do? How do you, how, if, if, what is your, your, your solution to the problem? Is your, is your solution to the problem that you don't like Biden, which is fine. Okay. All right, you don't like Biden. So what's your, you'll vote for Trump? Because here's my thing. If you was going, it sounds like the people that talk like this just want to vote for Trump and need an excuse. You don't need an excuse. Just say, I want to vote for Trump. If that's your boy, that's your boy. I don't have a problem with that. I'd rather you just say it. See, to me, that's stupid. That, that's stupid. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get if you want to vote for something that, you know, why, why, why? No, it matters. It, it matters. See, that's the thing. That's what I keep telling you. People, that's what they said last. That's the, people didn't like Hillary Clinton for various reasons, right? People didn't like Clinton. I don't like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> They're like, well, I'm not going to vote. It's okay. I'm in a democratic state. I won't vote. You know, you do that enough. That's so you know, you get Trump. That's why it's going to happen again. It's the same stuff. You know, Biden gets, sometimes gets too comfortable. Biden is a hothead, first off, and he gets too comfortable. He thinks he's one of the brothers. He's not. <laughs> and so that's the thing. <laughs> He shouldn't, he tried to go on, see, first of all, he shouldn't be going on with Charlemagne in, in the first place. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. I get, I get, it, it's, it's actually kind of condescending when you do that. You know what I mean? 
Like you're going on Charlemagne because you're trying to do the whole, you know, brother thing. You know, I'm one of the brothers and stuff. Hillary Clinton did that too. Like we really don't need that. It's really not necessary. You can just tell us what you're going to do. You don't have to go on the breakfast club. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. <laughs> it's not necessary. First of all, if you're going to do that, like let's just, you know, let's just stick to the topics. You know what I'm saying? Let's just, let's not try to be cool. Let's not try to be hip. Let's just stick to the topics at hand. I get what they're trying to do. I get, I get their campaign manager saying, hey, we need the black vote, so you got to go on the breakfast club. <laughs> you know, you got to go on the breakfast club. You know, pulling hot sauce out of the perk. Yeah, like, you know, got to get the black vote. Let's go on the breakfast club. We're gonna do the, let's talk to Charlemagne. Let, let's talk to Charlemagne. If we want to get that black vote. We got to get that black book. We got to go to the Charlemagne. No, just, just tell us what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Just, just tell us what, what you want to do. I, 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 like, I get that. Like, you know, I, 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 I see what the, what the vision is, but let, let's, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Black people are pretty much fed up as it is. Going on the breakfast club is not going to change. Like, I don't even... Tavis Smiley's a Trump guy. Well, I know he doesn't like Obama. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the, 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 the breath, I don't know. I mean, that's how it is. When white people want to reach black audiences, they go for whatever they consider the highest level. You know, that's like old girl going on uh, the Deuces in Monroe. And I mean, it's just what they do. But if you're going to do it, just stick to the fact. Don't, you're trying too hard. When you pull a hot, like you said, when you pull a hot sauce out your purse, you try to tell black jokes and stuff, people can see right through that. It only hurts more. They don't do that. Don't do that. Just, just, just stick to the, to the. It's condescending, really. Honestly, it's really condescending. We don't, we don't need that. What we need is some stability in our, in our country. That's what we need. We need stability, right? We need to be in a country in 2020 where you just can't kill a man in the street. You know what I'm saying? And just get away with it. Like, we just need some, we need some stability. Listen, you know, you know, it just, you know something, it's just frustrating to me. Like, listen, I'm almost 40 years old, okay? Meaning I've been living in this country for a long period of time, right? There's no reason. Pretty well off, doing okay, right? Nice family, right? Nice job, decent neighborhood, right? It's sad to me, right? It is sad to me. That it's even in the back of my mind when I walk out of my house that something bad could happen to me. Like, it shouldn't be like that, right? It really shouldn't be like that. It, it really shouldn't be like if I walk out of my house, something bad could happen to me. Like, just for walking outside. You shouldn't feel like that in your country that you're paying taxes to, that you work hard in. It shouldn't feel like that for you. For me, for anybody, you shouldn't have to be. I'm, we're not. We're not in the Delta Force. We're not in seals. You know, SEAL Team Six. We shouldn't be on alert just to walk outside. Like I got on the scale, it was like I'm getting a little husky. I need to walk, but I'm like, man, I'm I'm worried about where I'm walking at. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. Mm. <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. 
But it is. And it's going to get worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this has nothing to do with what it kind of does, right? But the media, remember I said the media want Trump? I just got to talk about this for a second. And then then, then I got to go, right? I, I got to go. But but here's the thing. It, it, I, I know you're doing the black-on-black crime thing. But here's the thing about Let me tell you something about black-on-black crime that, that they don't want. First off, black-on-black crime and white-on-white crime are not that far off as far as percentages. That's the first thing. And the fact that they're not far, that far off in percentages, considering the wealth gap and the educational gap, really tells you that white people are more violent than black people. But they don't want to talk about that. Secondly, though, here's the thing. If I want you to really, really think about this. I want you to really, really think about this the next time that you want to say black on black crime. If you Have you ever seen the movie Trading Places? <laughs> You ever seen the movie Trade Play with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd? Do you think if black people not was given anything extra, not given any type of stimulus checks or anything like that, if you think black people would just give it a fair shake in everything, just an equal shake, and we just snapped our finger like Thanos and everything got restarted, and when it got restarted, black, white people, Asian people, Mexican people, Everybody was just, the racism was gone, and everybody got a fair shake, right? Do you really think the drugs, the violence, the gangs, all of that stuff, do you really think that would happen? Do you understand why kids, the black kids, get into violence and crime? Do you understand? Do you understand why? It's not like a black kid wakes up and says, I'm going to be a criminal. Okay, it doesn't work like that. People aren't born criminals, right? You know what I'm saying? Black people don't wake up and say, I wish I want to rob somebody. I want to shoot somebody. There's so much indoctrination going on because the community itself has been pushed down by society. There's no hope. You know what I'm saying? You take a, like LeBron school. LeBron school took like inner city kids and basically put them in a school where it had a lot of money and good teachers. All of a sudden, these kids' grades, which were well below the average, started going up. And it didn't go up because the kids were smarter or dumber. The kids were always smart. They just didn't have the proper education, the proper teachers, the proper... They were more worried about food than studying for a math test. So the reality of the situation is that black or black crime is a product of our country, once again, holding black people down. Kids join, you know, gangs and things like that for protection. When I was a kid, I was a pretty smart kid. I went to a Catholic high school out in the burbs, right? And I would come home on the bus, right? And I had to have these little, these gangs, and they were, they were in the game, but they like, in my mind, I'm 14, right? But they're like 18, and I'm thinking that they're really big, you know, they're big guys, they got cars and stuff, right? I had to have certain gang members keep a lookout for me from when I walked from the bus to, to my house, only because they had respect for my grandmother in the neighborhood. And my grandmother said, hey, leave them alone. And here's the thing, the, 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 from the bus stop to my house was two blocks. <laughs> At 14 years old, I need protection for two blocks in my own neighborhood. 
You at 14 years old, you shouldn't need protection to walk two blocks from a bus stop to your neighborhood, to your house. You see what I'm saying? Every policy right now look great to play great. It's against us. If you get, if I get arrested and a, and a white guy gets arrested for the same charge, we don't get the same sentence. We get arrested at a higher frequency for, for, more, for, for lesser offenses. We're put in the system as young people earlier. We don't get a slap on the wrist. I was watching a show the, the other day. I forget what the show was, but the girl had shoplifted from some store. Right. But she can't. She was a bad white girl. But she came from a nice neighborhood, had a nice, nice family, and the family came down, paid for all the groceries, and the guy just let it go. No police report, no nothing. Same, same store, black kid, shoplifted, thrown on the ground, thrown in jail, put in juvenile delinquency. If, you see what I'm saying? It, it's not the same. The laws may be, the laws are supposed to be equal, but they're not enacted the same. You understand what I'm saying? Now, you got to be off topic, the last topic that I want to be in. Red Cup. Oh, yeah, the, the Stanford swimmer. The, here's the thing. The, you know something? The judge in the Stanford swimming case said, you know something? You know, you went to my school or whatever it's going to be. I want you to be, um, I want you to have a life. They don't care about black lives, so why would they judge care? Do you trust the judge? You don't trust the judge. But before I leave, I got to talk about this. Yesterday was Memorial Day. For some reason, Trump said Happy Memorial Day. I mean, the guy's crazy and you guys don't care. But it was Memorial Day yesterday. And every Memorial Day, the NFL and ESPN and other places prop up Pat Tillman. <laughs> Memorial Day and Veterans Day. They prop up Pat Tillman. And they always say the same thing. Say Pat Tillman gave up $3 million, $5 million, whatever it was, to go, you know, rep the country. And you know something? Um, Pat Tillman, good dude, right? Good dude. And saw what happened at 9-11 and was pissed off and was like, I want to do right. You know, I want to help the country, right? Because ideally, right? Ideally, he's thinking that, you know, I want to fight terrorists. I want to, you know, I, this is terrible. I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't want to play football. I want to go and fight terrorists, the people that did 9-11. And then you know what happened? Then Pat Tillman actually saw what's really going on in our government. You see what I'm saying? He really saw what was going on in our military. He really saw what we was going while we were at war. And he realized we're not at war because of the terrorists. <laughs> we're not at war because we're trying to stop the next 9-11. We're at war for various other reasons, <laughs> but not that. And he started realizing that he had been manipulated. Everything that he thought about the United States of America as a white man, because obviously he's white, wasn't necessarily true. But because he was a good person, see, if you're a good person and you're like, wait a minute, this is not quite right. Start writing back to the government. Start writing back to his family. Like, hey, this stuff ain't right. This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> There's some weird stuff going on over here. And then mysteriously, he gets shot in the back of the head. Red cup. He gets shot in the back of the head. The news comes out here in America. Oh, my 
my God. Pat Tillman got shot in the back of the head. And he's propped up as the rifle, as a hero. Killed in action. Pat Tillman. And he becomes, uh, you know, for the military and all of this stuff and to, against is Islam and all of this stuff, he becomes like the figurehead. And they never, ever tell you at the beginning how he died. He just, you know, in a mission. That's all you knew. All you knew is that he died in a mission and you hated where I think he was. I don't know if he was in Afghanistan or Iraq or wherever he was at. You hated those people because they killed Pat Tillman, who gave up five million dollars in the NFL to go fight the war. Right. That's what they told you at first. Then somebody found out the truth. Well, man, you know, it wasn't the enemy that killed Pat Tillman. It was us, the United States of America. Now, they tell you that it was friendly fire. Friendly fire. Red Cup. And if it was Afghanistan. And if it was friendly fire, I might have believed that. A hundred percent, if all of a sudden all this information started to come out from Pat Tillman and his brother, his brother also went into the military about how there was some shady stuff going on over there. And a lot of that stuff's been buried. You got to dig deep in the rabbit hole to go find it. But if you go find it, it's very thorough. The military didn't tell his family what happened. The military, some of the stuff that came back to his family, it was some of the stuff was missing. Some of the letters, some of the journals. All that, quote unquote, is missing. All of the things that he was saying, scrubbed off the internet. It was it's so scrubbed off the internet you thought the Kardashians would have done it, like they did with the sex tape. Scrubbed off the internet. Can't find anything. You really, really have to go digging for it. Family tells the NFL and the government, stop doing this. Uh, because when you shot him in the back of the head, he wasn't feeling, he really wasn't feeling what was going on. And he was going to come back when he came back to the United States. Can you imagine Pat Tillman, NFL player, goes off to fight a war for the country, leaves his NFL team, and he comes back to America and say, let me tell you the shit that's going on for real. Couldn't let that happen. Could they? <laughs> you think about that. You think about that. And look, I'm, I, I, I'm not trying to do y'all conspiracy theories. You can go do your own Googling and stuff. But when I say our country is a little suspect, and you don't think that our country will secretly try to execute as many black people as possible, if you don't think that it's set up to hold certain people down, you know what I'm saying? If you think, don't believe that. Listen, maybe it was friendly fire. I don't know. But they shot the man three times in the back of the head when it felt like he was getting ready to do maybe a real, right after he did a kind of an interview, him and his brother did an interview like, hey, this shit's not right. And I like, 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 you know, I read a lot of those books, man. It's, it's, Coincidences are normally, they're not coincidences in, in war. Go check it out. Every single year. 
Every single year, they try Pat Tillman out, even though his, 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 his people tell him, don't do it. He says, don't do it. Every single year, they do it. It's true. It's true. Um, I still got some time. So what, you want me to talk about Doja Cat? <laughs> Doja Cat, she uh, don't like... There's a there's a definitely a, a fetish of um there's a fetish of black men and uh black women that like to <laughs> yeah, KK that like to, you know they like to be racist. They like to be in those racist chat rooms. I didn't even know those chat rooms still existed. Um well I guess they went digital. Cause I mean because back in the day, they're like Zoom chat rooms now, right? Or whatever. Like Back in the day, it used to be like Yahoo chat rooms. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yahoo and AOL chat rooms. Yeah, you know, here's the thing about these 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 artists is a lot of them are very insecure, very insecure and sensitive and stuff like that. Even though, I mean, this is I mean, you should knew something was off with her because you know she her, she got famous off a of cow. You know, saying she wanted to be a cow. That should have been a sign at the beginning. Yeah, so she likes these racist white boys. There's some black people that just don't want to be seen. You know, I'm not black, I'm OJ. So they get off on it. So they sit there and talk about it because they're insecure about their own. They're, they, they're just very insecure. I saw she was on IG Live last night talking about it. She don't care. She don't care. Here's the thing, because she was talking about black people, she'd probably be okay in the in the industry. You know what I'm saying? You, you could be okay in the industry. Don't You can't talk about like Jewish people. You can't talk about like gay people. You talk about black people, you normally can be okay. You can survive that. You can survive that. You you can pretty much survive that. So she'd probably be fine. I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Fallon and the blackface. Like, I've seen that sketch of him in blackface. I don't know why it came up today. <laughs> I just think people are bored during the Rona and they just find it, you know, whatever. I'm not a big fan of blackface. You, you, I know they tried to get Robert Downey Jr., but, I mean, that's Iron Man. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, he, he <laughs> he's Iron Man. I mean, but uh, Tropic Thunder, you have to watch the movie to really understand that concept. You, you know, it's not what you think if you haven't ever watched the movie. <laughs> you have to watch the movie. So I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with, with that. <laughs> All right, anything else? What else did somebody say? Oh, Kendall Jenner. Oh yeah, Kendall Jenner and uh, Devin Booker. Uh, yeah. You know, Kendall Jenner gets whoever she wants to get. What are, what are the trending topics? Kimmage. I don't even know what that is. Take Trump off Twitter. No, that's not gonna happen. Uh, so, yeah. All right, I guess that's it. I got all that off my chest. I feel better now. I feel better. Well, Mike's a liar. We've talked. That's that's actually a. Um, I got a podcast. If you go to the SoundCloud or on the iTunes, the, the, these are I put these up on um, as podcast. There's a whole podcast about Mike lying. What what is Craig Hodges on on Karen Hunter? The same reason the ESPN that Pierce hate on LeBron. It's the same reason that we talk about why they they want they're gonna keep Trump on. They won't keep Trump. They keep Paul Pierce mainly because of that reason. 
That's the reason you see Kendrick Perkins on. Kendrick A. Perkins. That's the reason all of these, we talked we talked about this before. You know, that and I hate to say it, if you want to be a, a high profile media person these days, you gotta be crazy. Ah oh, man, the boxing. Boxing should be coming back in June. Man, I'm so tired. Listen, OG, um, it's frustrating to me, these boxing guys, man. Cause cause, you know, I grew up in the um I grew up in the in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't quite the 80s. Like, I, 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 was, I was a teen in the 90s. So, but back then, you know, they used to fight each. People used to fight like four or five times a year. I was reading an article about Oscar De La Hoya, uh, you know, before he was doing the cocaine. Oscar had like five title fights in one year, like in 92. That's how it used to be. The guys used to fight like four or five times a year. Now they tweet a lot. Like, I, you know, I understand we have a pandemic and all of this stuff. But like Jesus, man, even before, like they went the, the top fighters used to fight like three or four times a year. <laughs> now we're lucky if we get two fights, two top fights, maybe one fight. A lot of guys only fight once a year. So you have all of this talent, but nobody's fighting. Like they, it's a lot of talent out right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, I, I like all these young kids, like the welterweights and the lightweights, and but it's just so much talking. And not enough fighting. It's a lot of tweeting. It's a lot of Instagram. It's a lot of YouTube. But there's no fighting. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's terrible with Tyson. They need to stop that. That shows you how desperate we are. Tyson is a 53-year-old man. I don't want him to get hurt. I mean, he can do his little exhibition and stuff like that. But him and Holyfield don't need to be hitting each other in the head. They know that. Come on now. They know that. They know that. They shouldn't be doing that. So I don't know. Maybe we get we probably gonna get some lower level fights in June. Well, no, I'm not a boxer. Why would I want parts of Tyson? That don't make no sense. I'm a reporter. <laughs> probably like get in the ring with Mike Tyson. That don't make any sense. I mean, if he want, I'm not saying that he doesn't want to take the the fight. Well, I don't think MMA took. I think what UFC has over. Uh, boxing is UFC is basically a monopoly, right? So they can just, they set the fights up because it's all under one umbrella. They like the WWE. And so you get better fights um, from the UFC because of their, their monopoly. So I do agree with that. I don't think they've taken the audience. I think there's, boxing is really worldwide. I mean, boxing has been around for a hundred plus years. You know, you, you, you know, boxing can still get, they can get 80,000 people at Wembley Stadium. You know what I'm saying? They can make uh, a eighty million dollar gate in Las Vegas for the right for the right fight. So it's 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 boxing is not dead. It's just they need to fight more and fight each other. Now, see, here's the thing about George Foreman. George Foreman left boxing more or less in his in his prime. You see what I'm saying? He you know he left early, and then he came back. That's a big difference between you know the way Tyson and Holyfield left boxing, and then trying to come back 10 years later. Also, Foreman was in his 40s, not his 50s. And it's not like Bernard Hopkins, who was always in shape and continually fighting. It, it's not. It's just not going to work. Not against anybody legit. If you take $20 million for an exhibition fight, I would do that. I get that. But the fact that, I mean, people are saying, oh, he can come back and beat a top heavyweight. That's highly, highly unlikely. <laughs> That's highly unlikely. Why is Twitter apologizing? 
Twitter apologizes for the pain the president is causing, but ultimately decides not to remove his, his messages. They're not going to remove Trump's messages. Just a robe talk podcast. They're not going to remove Trump messages. Of course they're not. Because those messages had like 60,000 retweets and stuff. Of course they're not. Of course they're not. I keep telling people... No, I understand. We're we're blinded by just our daily lives. I get it, but man, there's so much going on behind the scenes that you guys just it's just just terrible. It's really terrible. Ah, it's terrible stuff going on. Right? They need the money. They really do. They really do. Yeah, it's like a lower level. I mean, like, like you see, people actually say, so "Why are you always writing about the Kardashians and the uh, and the and, and Ben Simmons and stuff?" It's a lower level. You guys like it. They might not say you like it, but you like it. Now you take that on a higher level and you take it with Trump. That's what they say. People say they don't like Trump and they don't like Trump. But here's the thing about it's the Mayweather. I got another thing. The Mayweather effect. Like Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is a great fighter. I think we all can acknowledge that, right? Great fighter, great technician, and all of that stuff, right? He's a great fighter. But that's not the reason that Floyd Mayweather made all of the money. He didn't make all of the money because he was a great fighter. There's a lot of great fighters. There's a lot more exciting fighters out there. You know what I'm saying? That's not why he made the money. He made the money because he was the most hated fighter. And people love to to hate (laughs) It's the reason that no, he didn't run. That that's a that's a misnomer. That is this didn't run. If you go look at the actual punch stats from Floyd fights, probably ninety five percent of the fights he actually throws more punches than his opponent. What he does is he mutes his opponent's offense with his defense, but he throws more punches. You can't you can't you can't win fights running. <laughs> you got to throw some punches. But the fact is, people hated him. He was the villain. That's the reason that he made all the money. You know what I'm saying? It's not because he was putting on spectacular fights. It's because it became an event. You know, people was caring more about the after party than the actual fight. So in boxing, it's the same thing with McGregor. McGregor has good fights, but he made himself into something bigger than what's happening in the octagon. You see what I'm saying? That's how you make the big money. You have to make yourself something bigger. You see what I'm saying? That's the Mayweather effect. And that's the Trump effect. And that's all the other effects. If people don't like you, it doesn't really matter as long as they are still paying. I I don't know if Cam is going to play again. I actually think Cam may. I'm not saying he may. Listen, the NFL is weird like that, man. You, You miss a year. You may not get another shot. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that Mayweather effect. The Mayweather effect is, it actually has a bad effect on today's boxers, right? Because now, and actually, I don't even know if you should call it a bad effect. It's just how you want to look at it, right? Now, boxers, because of Mayweather, first off, they're scared to take a lot of really, really big chances, because they don't want to lose their undefeated record or whatever. You know, they, they think that means something. It really doesn't. 
in the grand sense. It meant something to Mayweather. It doesn't really mean anything to other fighters. You can lose. It's okay. It's fine. But they, they're more, I would say they're a little more business savvy. You know what I'm saying? They're a little more, I want my money. And if the money's not right, I'm not going to fight. Which, honestly, that part is probably not a bad thing. But back in the day, what you would do, just like Mayweather did, you would take less of money to get a bigger fight to become a bigger, a bigger profile, right? So, like, if I'm, um, let's say I'm uh, Ryan Garcia or whatever, whatever, Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis, who, whatever, right? Back in the day, what you would do is you say, okay, listen, I think I can beat this guy's ass, right? And if I beat this guy's ass in primetime television or whatever, I can be a big star. So I may take a little bit less for the opportunity because I know I'll make a little bit more on the back end, right? People don't, their boxers don't really take those risks anymore. They want a lot of money for fights that aren't really that good. And like I said, business-wise, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> just You just don't get like, you know, the type of fights that you really need. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You just don't get the, you don't get, you don't, you don't get the fights because everybody's haggling over cash, haggling over money and stuff. All the, the other sides of the streets and the networks and all of that stuff. It's just, it's just a cluster, to be honest with you. Red cup. Ah, can't believe they killed that man in the street. Yeah, I don't know about Cam. I don't know what's going on. I know it don't have nothing to do with his injury because, you know, Joe Flacco got a job with a broken neck. So unless Cam is like walking around saying, I need $20 million, which I don't know if that's true or not, I'm not really sure what's going on uh, with that. Not really sure what's going on with that. Uh, I hope you guys didn't go out during Memorial Day weekend. I don't want you to get the, uh, get the coronavirus. It's not gone. I just want to let you know that. I want you guys to get sick or anything. I don't want you guys to get sick. Be careful. Oh, man. They may get this cop. I don't know. I I I, I believe it when I see it. But I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. They, they're saying that they got to go. Um, they got to isolate for two weeks if you was in the Ozark. Like in history, that wasn't just black people. That was black people. That was white people. That was just stupid people all over. <laughs> uh, the NBA bubble thing. Um, they, I think it's gonna, something's gonna happen. Let's put it like that. They, it's, it's gonna be in Disney World. Um, it's gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna be one through sixteen. I don't know if it's gonna be one through twenty. I don't know exactly how they're gonna do it. It's gonna be weird, but it's gonna happen. I won't be there though. They sent me an email. <laughs> I had an email saying, uh, "We're thinking about you know restarting the season and blah blah blah." We're just letting media know that there may be some opportunities for some small you know media to kind of like you don't have to send that to me. And said that to me. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not going. You catch me in maybe 2021, maybe 2022. I gotta be safe. I, I I it's not. I've covered I've covered plenty. You know what I'm saying? I've covered plenty. Oh man, 112 beat him down. Here's thing about Jagged Edge. All the songs sound the same. It's that same beat, that same vocal tone, and, and 112. I don't know if you call it cheating. But they were cheating because, you know, they got the whole Bad Boy, Biggie, you know, Mace. <laughs> they used all those remixes. Jay couldn't compete with that. Yeah, you may, you're not going to see me for a while uh, at an event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How can you practice with no contact? 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw Damian Lillard said he wasn't gonna play. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to go to the old, the, the, the excuse me, the new Raider Stadium. I wanted to go to the the new Raiders because the Raider, the new Raider Stadium was brand new, spanking fresh. Yes, brand new, brand new, spanking fresh. I wanted to go um, check it out on Monday Night Football. I had a plan and everything, but can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> can't trust them. Yeah, it probably is higher prices, but yeah, that's the thing. You can't. I can't. Look, I've I I worried enough just going through the drive-through, <laughs> so I just I just can't risk it. You can't. You can't risk it. I don't know if that makes a difference if it's open air or if it's like dome. I'm not sure. That's a good question. I don't know if it's because you know you're breathing in the air. Going, that's just a lot of people. Here's the thing: it, it, the problem is, is no matter what you do, if, if there is ten thousand people, five thousand people, five hundred people, likely one somebody's gonna catch it, and you don't want it to be you. I like look. I like the NBA as much. I'm not gonna be sitting there in in Disney World locked in for a month. Hoping I don't get the coronavirus. The HD TV is perfectly fine right here. Red girl. I can do all the stories from my office. They want to do some. They want to do a virtual press conference. I zoom in. <laughs> no problem. I zoom in and ask my question. I saw the dude. One of the dudes from like one of the UFC reporters. Yeah, went to the the UFC event. I like, better than me. I don't love no sport that much. Especially with Dana White running, no, no way. You're not killing me. <laughs> not killing me over uh, UFC fight night. Mm-mm. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> not happening. Uh, nope, not happening at all. That's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, I, the NFL is going to try to run it. They're going to run it regardless. They don't. The NFL is, are like Trump. The NFL owners are like Trump and Dana White. They're going to run it. I don't know how, but it's happening. Don't worry about that. Your NFL season is going to start. It may start with half the fans, no fans, all the fans. It's going to start. And there's probably going to be some people that catch it. See, the NFL is stupid. The NFL should have been pro, shut all of the shit down for like six months. You know what I'm saying? If they would have helped with that. What would happen is, you know, we would have had a better shot. Now what's going to happen is a new wave is going to come in in November and kill everybody. I'll still be in the house, though. I'll be right here. Mm. I'm slowly converting her to an Ohio State fan. Slowly. I don't even know how college football is going to start up. But here's the thing that about college football is what most people should know is college the college football money funds most universities most top universities so it got it got to happen it, it got to happen university can't can um they can't function without the college football money so it's got to happen one way or another so that's it's about everything's about money you see what i'm saying everything's about money money and power Money and the power. Money and the power. It's old Scarface. So everything's about money and power. White people want to stay in power. 
white people want to keep all their money. <laughs> so if money involved, stuff's going to happen. That's why, here's the thing, in LA, they're like, shut down everything, but not that stadium. Don't shut down that stadium. We're going to make sure we get that stadium ready, no matter what. We're going to get that stadium ready. It can be, they have like a different like person uh, getting the coronavirus working on the stadium every week. Nobody ever says anything. Uh, red cup. Man. I.O. They didn't shut down that stadium workers. I tell you that. I don't know, man. I don't, football fans are crazy. You know, here's my thing. Normally, normally I wouldn't even care if people wanted to put their life in danger. But the problem is, the reason why I care is this, is that you're not actually putting, you, you possibly couldn't be putting your life in danger. You potentially could be putting multiple people who don't want to be bothered life in danger. So, for instance, let me give you an example. Let's say you're a NASCAR fan and you just got to go to your race, right? You got to go to your race. You go to your race and you're a pretty healthy person and you catch the, the Rona. You catch the Rona, you go to your job, you sp- and next thing you know, the people at your job is who's been doing the, the proper social distancing, staying at home, trying to do everything. And next thing you know, you give it to somebody at your job who's doing the, the right thing. That sucks. So that's really the problem. The problem is, I, like, if, 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 if it could be where just the people that wanted to go outside caught it, then I wouldn't have a problem with that. To me, that's natural selection. Okay. <laughs> If the people that just went outside and did all the crazy stuff and got in the pool, first off, a pool is like with a bunch of people is nasty in the first place. But if they just caught it, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I say don't let them in the hospital either. If you, they found out you was at the pool and then you caught it, you just got to stay at home and deal with it yourself. But the fact that you can give it to other people who, not, who just minding their business, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. All right, well, I got to go, uh, I got to do uh, TMZ. We're back today after four days off. Uh, I give TMZ credit. They broke the, uh, like, I didn't know about the white woman and the dog until I saw it on TMZ. Yeah, I didn't know that. They also put the video up of the black guy getting killed. So, good for them. Ooh. All right, what are, what are we doing? Here's the, here's the oh, here's what we're doing today. We're doing Floyd Mayweather at the nightclub with no mask. Uh, the Michael Jordan audio. How am I late? I was wanna I was the first person to 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 report that woman's name on on an actual website. The Amy Cooper. It was on social media, but I was the first one that had it. On an actual website that tracked down the name. I'm one of the first people. I'm actually, from what I'm seeing, with the cop today, I'm the only one that put the 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 cop's name in the in the title. They don't like to do that. They don't like to put the names in the title. But you see what I'm saying? But I put the names in the title because I'm like, you wanted that attention. This is the attention that you're gonna get. So I got the guy. Because here's the thing: if you don't put the names in the titles. Then what happens is, is they get anonymity. They become anonymous. 
You have to put the names in the title. So when every time somebody puts in that name in a search engine, you know what I'm saying? You, you put the names in there. That way people will know this person, you know, killed a black man. This white woman tried to get a black man killed. You got to put those names in the titles. When you see CNN say a, a woman and a man, they do that on purpose. They're trying not to put when they say, oh, a cop. And they don't put the name in the, they don't put the cop's name in the title. They're doing that on purpose. It makes them, it tries to make them anonymous. You gotta put the cop, you gotta put the pictures, you gotta put the things. No, all names are relevant, right? Because you want people, the, the whole point is, is, is certain things. No, 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 no. That's, that's not right, Quincy. I tell you why. There's only, there's only like certain people can do certain things, right? Like, we can only do certain things, like, within our power, right? The one, no, you're not listening, Quincy. The, the one thing that we can do is, is we, as, as media people, one thing that we can do is we can try to dissuade other behavior. So, if they see a name, right, and they see what happens to that person when they do these racist behaviors, maybe, hopefully, it dissuades such racist activities. I don't think it, sometimes it doesn't. I can't guarantee that. But it's very important that this person realizes there's consequences to your actions. Here's the thing. When a black person does something criminal, their name is always splashed on the front. If a black person does something criminal, criminal, their name is always in the front. Right? If a terrorist, if, 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 if a terrorist, if a if a Muslim or whatever, if they do something, their name is always in the front. No, her name was known from the beginning. It didn't take it didn't take a lot of investigation to figure out who she was. So it's important that these people know who they are. And it's also important to know who these people work with. You see what I'm saying? Because this lady was like a vice president of something of some company, some management firm or whatever, I'm sure she had to deal with black people in her line of work. So if they got that mentality and these are the people that are making the decisions, this is important information to know. You know what I'm saying? It's important to know who the cop is so you can go and find out that you know something. I'm not saying that it's not about if it's before the fact or after the fact. It's the fact that it needs to be out there. Yeah, you know, I don't think I don't I don't get what you're saying, Quincy. It really is you know. I think we're talking about two different things. Yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't matter where the name comes from. It doesn't matter if it came for trending. It doesn't matter if it, whatever. It's important that the name is 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 it. Here's the thing, because here's the thing about social media. No, 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 no. That that's that's not. You don't really understand how this works. Social media is a, is a bubble. Okay. Everybody's not on social media, right? Everybody's not on like that. Right. So what happens is if her name ever pops up, right. If her name ever pops up on a search engine, it's because people in the media has put the name out there. You see what I'm saying? That's what's important. Just like with the cop. What I'm saying is her name is important and it's newsworthy. So, no, they knew her name. No, 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 no. 
I'm not, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm not saying they didn't know her name before. It's the media's job to find out that information. That's investigation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't take long for doing that. It doesn't matter where it comes from. You can be investigating by looking through social media. That's how you do it. They find it on LinkedIn or whatever it may be. That's the job. The job is to find a name <laughs> and, and to do the backstory. Sometimes social media does the job for you. That's fine. It doesn't matter who gets it. It's a matter of who puts it out there and to make sure that it is reported properly. That's the job of the media. The job is not to protect the, the, the person that is doing the wrong. The job is to protect the victim. And that's why I'm saying there's a difference. The difference is when a black person is. No, that's not true. That's not true because any black person that's a criminal is not a public figure and their name is always in the title. It's always in the headline. So I don't know where you're getting this from. I see this all the time. Be random stuff. Their name is always in the thing. The name of the guy that was the, the, the jogger was in the name of the headlines before the people that shot him was. How am I wrong? I work in the media. <laughs> I know exactly how this works. When, when the, uh, Aubrey got shot, his name was in the media before the shooters. <laughs> It wasn't the shooters first and then Aubrey. It was Aubrey got shot by some people. You can go, that's true. It was Aubrey got shot by some people while walking. It was only to later when I said, well, who are the people? We need to know about the people. That the names of the, the, the people that are actually doing it is something. That's, that's, that's not true, Quincy. That's not true at all. I cover media 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The criminals' names are put in the headline. Shot by a father and son. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you, you got to be. You, I got to beat you. I don't, I don't understand why. We know, we know that's factual. They don't want to put the, I don't, I don't, I don't get what he's trying to say. Shot by father and son. That's a, that's exactly how it was. They knew the names from the jump. Now watch and remember what, remember what happened afterwards? Well, everything that Aubrey was once caught for shoplifting. Aubrey once had a confrontation with the cops uh, while sitting in his car. Aubrey did this. Aubrey took a walk. Through, uh, you know, through, through the construction site. Aubrey this. Aubrey that. <laughs> Nobody ever. Where's the, the, the pieces on the, the actual people that are doing the crimes? Because what you're going to see is Mr. Floyd, unfortunately, who passed away. It's going to be like George Floyd. He did this. George Floyd do that. I get along with white people all the time. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's not, it's not about. Getting along. I get along with white people. I have no issue with white people. I always tell this to white people all the time, saying hey, you hate white people. No, I hate racists. Now, to be racist, normally you're white. So if you're a racist white person, then I don't like you. I think that's a fair assessment. As a white person, you shouldn't like racist white people. You shouldn't like the cops. You shouldn't like Karen. Ideally, this stuff should bother you. Ideally, which uh, any human that saw what happened to Mr. Flood... Uh, Mr. Floyd, white, black, Mexican, Asian, Muslim, atheist, whatever. If you watch that video 
as a human and you it did not bother you, then that's the problem. Then you are a problem. I have no, no choice but to move you on that side of the street. That should bother anybody of any race. I saw I said something the other day and, and oh man, what was it? I saw something the other day. Oh, it's, it's something that happened to somebody. I don't even remember what it was. But the, the newscaster, he's a white newscaster, and he came on and he said, this is exactly what he said. He said, the black community is in an outrage. And I thought to myself, based off what happened, which I can't remember, but it was something terrible, okay? It was something terrible. And I said, why wouldn't it just be the community that is outraged? You know what I'm saying? You know. Why wouldn't it be the community that is not outraged? Because it, what happened, just because it happened to a black person, it's still bad. The community should be outraged. Not just the black community, the community. Everybody in the community should be upset. Why is it just the black community just because it happened to a black person? If something happens to a white, like the kid, you know, you saw the, the, the white woman that pushed the kid into the, to the, the canal and blamed it on two black people, right? On two black dudes. I was outraged. I wasn't just outraged because she blamed it on two black dudes. I was outraged because you put pushed kid in the, the drown in the canal. Doesn't matter if I'm black or white. That's just horrible. But it, you know, it is what it is. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah, a lot of white people don't care if, if stuff doesn't. It, I mean, that's if stuff doesn't. The stuff doesn't affect them, so they don't care. I, I, I find it interesting what the dog lady said. The dog lady was like, yeah, the artistic son. The dog lady was like, I looked at the police as a protection agency and I didn't realize that, you know, in some, you know, other people see police for something totally different. That lady looked about 30, like about 45 years old. So you're telling me a 45-year-old lady who lives in New York, okay, Never thought, it never crossed her mind that, you know, the police, when it comes to black people, we may be a little bit gun shy about that. She's telling us with a straight face. I didn't know. I looked at the police because a white woman because I get protected. I never even thought about, hey, yeah, if I call the police on a black man in the middle of a park where, you know, he might get shot. I don't know if she was telling the truth or not, but either way it's bad. It's bad if she was telling the truth. It, furthermore, it seemed like she knew. You know, you know when you say, I'm going to tell him an African-American man, I mean, you're being real specific for a reason. All right, I'm out of here. I don't know what I'm looking at. Mm. All right. All right, you guys be safe out there. That's the most important thing. You guys be safe. I'm going to walk around the, uh, I'll do TMZ and I'll walk around the complex and hopefully I don't get shot and choked out or anything. <laughs> I try to get back on tomorrow or some other day. So be safe. Okay. For the best in sports and sports entertainment, check out blacksportsonline.com and you can catch me. Robert Natal, Monday through Friday on TMZ Sports on FS1. Follow me on Twitter at ESO 
Facebook Black Sports Online, Instagram, and YouTube, BSOTV. I'm out.